We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The score! Let's go now, you fire the first shot! Let's go, man! Jason Leisure. I'm here in the studio at the score. This is a very, very special honor for you. There's reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times. Are you not getting your questions answered? No, of course not. I don't know if I really look at it that way, Jay. Co-host of the Sports Adjacent Podcast. I still definitely crave Captain Crunch Crunch Berries. I could eat myself sick on that, but I'd be happy. Jason Leisure with Bernstein and Holmes on the score. Jason Leisure's got thoughts on the Bears and beyond. He joins us on the Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. But to follow him on Twitter, you can, at Jason Leisure. So it's got to be a little bit strange with some of the stadium stuff, because in in my experience, that the falls between news and sports, and you get news people covering things because there's governmental issues and there's there's uh, tax referenda, et cetera. Do you know where you're going to fit in how the some of this is covered heading forward? Uh, yeah, it's a good question, Dan, because we've been dealing with that for well over a year now, and it really is just kind of a joint effort at the Sun-Times between sports and news because – this is a story that is a combination of sports and news. I mean, I've, I covered the uh, the town hall meeting that they had in Arlington Heights at that. At, at, I forget the high school, but um, so did someone. I think you're right. Yeah. And uh, so did one of our news people. And it, I mean, it really is a story that's going to affect both. And it's not that the news people wouldn't be care- like capable of covering the sports angle. And it's not that I am not capable of covering the local real life impact but both of us have better background in it i I would have to kind of learn a new language here to cover some of that some of the political and economic side of it and not not that i couldn't but it's a lot easier for someone who is already well versed in that to do that and it's a lot easier for uh someone like me to cover the sports angle of it i had somebody ask me the other day because uh the game the super bowl was in arizona and that somehow is one of the maybe two or three stadiums that I've never been to. Oh. And someone asked me, well, what's the what's the worst? What's the dumpiest one in the league? And it's got to be here. It's got to be this one to me. And so a news person who covers local government and stuff like that isn't going to know that. But I know from being around all of these, like th- this is not suitable compared to the rest of the league. And hmm. people that attend the games and people that play on that field and people that work there full well know it. I'm trying to think now the which which one 
outside of Soldier Field. I mean, because, you know, Heinz Field has the same problems as far as what the turf looks like. It's usually pretty bad, and it's not easy to get to, even though it's centrally located in downtown Pittsburgh. You don't even want to know the rickety dumps that I was in, man. From, from I mean, Cleveland's not great. RFK and Riverfront Stadium mm-hmm. and the, the the Dome in St. Louis and and Mile Old Mile High Stadium. Oh boy! You know the thing is that I wanted to hate Jerry World in Dallas, and then I walked in. and I was like, Nah, this is too awesome. Yeah, yeah. But but and- I but I don't like the Meadowlands. Like I I it's modern and it's fancy, but it doesn't have a soul. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's nothing about it that's special. Yeah, but it's up to the standard. Agreed. I mean, the, the concourses are wide. The parking is available. Uh, the facility itself. I mean, I know they have turf issues. A lot of um, the stadiums that have that particular type of turf have had a lot of injuries, and that one's probably the most famous for it. But for the most part, like, you think about this romanticized idea of Soldier Field, which, by the way, they've Bears have only been playing there for 50 years. It's not like they've been there the whole hundred years, but you have this, you think of this like romantic idea of soldier field and like it's Fenway park or something like that. And that's nice to think about, but what if you actually have to work there? I mean, I think about players from teams that the bears don't play that often. Like if you play for the Broncos and you only come play at soldier field once every eight years or something like that, uh, you must be shocked by the working conditions yeah, between but the this, locker room this and the city, field and the facility. Like you're there to do your job and then you show up and it's like, this isn't really suitable for me to do my job. That's awful. But this city gets nostalgic over the dumbest things. And I, you're so right to point that out that it's not, even though it's got like a neoclassical architectural style or did. It doesn't even look right anymore. Right. And it's just not, it, it, it was never that great. But, but people in this day, when when they started doing stuff around Wrigley, people got mad when they tore down a McDonald's. Like that's <laughs> the, the, the the nostalgia here knows no bounds. What's going to happen to Yum Yum Donuts? Yeah, I, I love that you say that because you're absolutely right. It really is not this iconic place, and there hasn't been that much winning there. Well, and I just think about players trying to do their job there. I mean, if I Dan, I don't know your industry as well as you do but like if i if there was some historic radio studio that you could go do a show from you'd probably be intrigued by that you'd probably like to do that once but if all of the equipment and everything there is outdated and you can't really hear very well or something like I, look you're not gonna happen. like that that's not a place for you to shine and do your job to the best of I, your ability. I couldn't believe it when i worked at channel two in 1989 and I had seen other newsrooms, and they're still using IBM Selectric typewriters and carbon paper. And they're, this, I mean, I've seen this stuff that should have been in the Smithsonian. And talking to one of the the IBEW uh, union uh, electricians there, who was in charge of taping together script and pulling it under a camera by hand to fashion a teleprompter. And then we turn around and there's sparks flying out of it and it's arcing and people are coming over because they're worried about everything catching on fire. I know, I mean, I experienced that and all all anybody did there was bitch about it, that all these other places and smaller markets were using computers to actually run their scripts. At Soldier Field, the part you see on TV is going to be the field, but the concourse, for example, is not wide enough. 
whenever I try to go see somebody before the game, if I have my brother or a friend of mine or somebody at the game and I want to go say hi just before the game, it's very, very difficult to get around down there. There's not enough room. And I'm sure that's very frustrating to people that are trying to get food and miss as little of the game as possible and get back to it. But Lawrence, you brought up Dallas. One of the things that struck me the first time I went to Dallas, I think I was there for the NCAA tournament for the, well, the first time I went and then I've been there for football games since. All of the back of house stuff, so where everyone who's working, players, staff, uh, like stadium operations people, all the back of house is modern and mm-hmm. first class and big. And when you walk around under the seats in the tunnels and stuff like that at Soldier Field, oh man, it is not like that at all. There's also not a lot of light that gets into so, like the Soldier no. Field concourse, and it makes no. ends up making the place a lot colder. I'm gonna and- go. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville and FedEx. As the two, oh, worst. FedEx is bad. You're right. Yeah, I mean, FedEx, FedEx is, is FedEx is a night. It's a nightmare to get to. It's 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 falling apart. It's not fun at all. But so I'll, they, I'll go with that in Jacksonville. Aren't they working to replace both of those stadiums though? Yes. There you go. And I'm sure the so, mayor is trying to get the Jacksonville Jaguars to come to Chicago, even though <laughs> right. it's. Even though it's Arling- against the rules. The Arlington Bears and the Chicago Jaguars. Hey, I there's a lot of people here that wouldn't mind having an option on which football well, team. Well, guess what? They're not gonna yeah, they're have going one. to have But the point of all like it's not profound to sit here and dump on Soldier Field. Everybody everyone who's ever been there knows what it is. The point is they can't keep playing in that. So it's either gotta be a, a proper renovation, unlike what they did twenty years ago. That or, people are still paying for, by the way. Or a new stadium. They can't keep playing in this. This is not up to code. It's by interesting. My, by I, NFL standards. I was having One or a, the other here has to happen. I was having a conversation online last night with you know my friend Afia and I were talking about this at the Bulls game last week. She's a Bears fan, but when it comes to like the nuts and bolts of all of this stuff, she's like, Well, why are they going out to Arlington Heights? And so we I like broke down to her, like they don't own that property. They can't. They're not in charge of all the things that go along with it. They don't, the parking doesn't belong to them, yada, yada, yada. And there are a lot of people that are looking at this and and they just think that it's the Bears running away from Chicago. Like, no, they're they're running to a parcel of land that they can control. And for the whole time they've had this relationship with the city, they haven't been in control. And now they're like, we're going basically to me, what the Bears are doing is what the Cubs did, where the Cubs just said, you know what, we're going to take over the entire neighborhood. And the Bears just said, we're going to do it in a place where the mayor wants us to be here and and we can build our gambling spot and we can make it so that we, even though we're market two, we, we don't have to have the second smallest stadium and capacity, like all of that stuff. I, I wonder how many of the rank and file Bears fans understand that this is probably a much better thing for the Bears, even if it it does feel like they're walking away from the city. It does. They are incidentally, no, not incidentally, it's intentional. I mean, they are walking into where the majority of their season ticket holders are in that area. So the people that are buying season tickets and going to games, theoretically, this they're bringing the game to them but i just think about it from the standpoint of how often do you get the chance to build on a blank slate when it comes to a stadium i mean think of the new stadiums that come out 
they're there for a long time. Like this is maybe twice a century, like every 50 years, maybe you get the chance to do this. I, I don't know how they could turn it down. The one wild card to me has always been that, and, and I never think this will happen, but if, 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 if you were thinking about selling the team, this is the perfect thing to have to do it. I agree. To sell the team and 326 acres, you could build, Lawrence, you could buy this team and you could build the stadium in the shape of your head if you wanted to. I, you, I've it's always, yours. I've always felt that this is, Ted Phillips set the family up to be able to do this if that's what they want to do. If they they don't want to deal with the the nightmare of the shares of the team going into a trust if and when Virginia McCaskey passes away and the the fight for shares and the taxes on those shares that they could sell now or sell in a couple of years and reap the benefits of that financially without being taxed through the bejesus belt. Yeah. I again seems really unlikely that that franchise would ever leave that family, but family businesses do turn over at some point and if you were wanting to do that or interested in that or strategizing to do that, this is how you would do it. Well, what? There's, there's a lot of wrangling that's going to go on right now and perhaps the most important aspect at least according to the bears is they are pushing very very hard to get their property taxes capped or at least mapped out and so they can they can not have some open-ended property taxes sounds nice right meanwhile the arlington heights schools have hired a lobbyist to say well wait a second no because if you're going to expand the population here if the strain on the public schools is going to go up we should have to be able to to reap the benefits and uh, and take care of more people or a more con- concentration of people or changing demographics. So there's all kinds of, of, of fighting that still has to go on in some back rooms here. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's part of why it's really helpful for us to have news and you know civic government reporters involved in this at the Sun-Times. What did you think of the Bears jumping out there earlier this week after the Super Bowl was done, sending out a press release being like, hey, we're on the clock. <laughs> um, I mean, it's they're hanging a for sale sign in the window. Like they they want to unload this in the first pick and get more assets out of it. I mean, I don't think they're going to trade down too far. So I think it will still be exciting to see who they're going to take. I, I just couldn't imagine they would trade out of the top 10, for example, at the very worst. So it is still going to be exciting to see what they do with that pick. It, it is. And and now, of course, the, the drum beats are, I mean, we're going to go through this for the next 70 days, but the drum beats are starting to get loud on the Bears should trade Justin Fields. Which Again? I just think is, really? yeah, yeah, this is. I hadn't heard this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This has become a national topic and. Oh. I mean, there's some reporters who I quite honestly don't think that people should be running with their stuff, but I guess it doesn't matter because it's lying season. So do what you like. It's just it, like the whole concept of it to me is just silly. What What did you think of what you heard from Justin Fields last week on Radio Row? I think that he fully expects to be their quarterback going forward and is planning really only with that in mind and 
that's what I think will happen. I mean, there is, it is possible. And I could say, you know, it's even, it would even be justified for them to trade Justin Fields and take a quarterback number one overall. If they really believed that that was the right move. If they like, that's how cutthroat it is. That's how competitive it is. I mean, you just saw the two best teams in the league play Sunday in the Super Bowl, and you can see how far away you are from that if you're the Bears. So you you make that move if you believe in it. But I don't think they do, and I think there's so little chance that that would happen. There's I I view that as like a one percent chance of all the things they could do with that number one pick. That is by far the least likely. Jason Leisure, Leisure. thank you. All right, guys. See you later. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. You want to get to your uh, your friend in the mayor's office? Yeah, I, I would very much like to talk about Solider Field and how big a deal Solider Field is. Solider Field. You put out a release that said Solider Field. We'll do that next here on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2. On Sports Radio 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. As I said... Months ago, we were going to make a very compelling case for them uh, to stay in the city of Chicago, and I think that we've done that. Um, and we're going to continue our discussions. We're going to continue our discussions with the league. Um, but as you know, I'm some, somebody who likes to plan. So we've got plan B, plan C, um, and others uh, in the works as well if the Bears decide that they're going to abandon the city of Chicago. But I hope they don't, and we're going to keep fighting that fight as long as we possibly can. Well, you lost the fight months ago. The fight's been stopped and everybody's left the arena. It's over. It's all over. It's over. And you had like in the mayoral uh, forum where, you know, Sophia King and Cam Buckner because they're, you know, their their wards kind of benefit from it. And it's like, oh, maybe. and then the Republican guy who's running on the Democratic side is like, no, no, this is one of the things that she messed up. He's right about that. 
wrong about a lot of other things. Um, but <laughs> in all of this, in all of it, Dan, at least she's not. At least she backed down from what was the the stance of the jilted fan, which she was trying to do early on. Well, that in was this. one persona that she kind of tried on in this politically, but I, I think that's her actual persona I, by the way i just find it hilarious that on the day they close on the land the city in her office said well now we couldn't do this before because it was pending but now that they've bought the land we can talk about keeping them in chicago now that they've closed on a 326 what acre, is, acre plot of land now now, now. Let's now let's get down to business. I was like, what? Why? Why? And no. And then they put out a statement where they get Soldier Field spelled wrong. They spelled it Solider Field. Everyone Solider Field. It's Soliders. Dan. That was the misspelling. As we went to break, someone texted me and said, you know. This isn't the first time that they've called it Solider Field. No way. And sent me one of the, the memos they sent out in September. And it's, how, how do you get that wrong? This is the sole purpose of you putting out stuff and you get, who's doing the proofreading? What she should do is see if she can get CPS students to volunteer well, as proofreading. Oh, Wait, no, you can't do that. No, there's a lot of you can't do that going on in the mayoral race. Oh, sure. Get on this bus and we'll take you to the polls, sir. That's illegal. That's illegal. This is so uninspiring. Really, I just, I live in the city. It matters to me how the cities run. And this is just not a great group of choices. And, and why would anyone want to be mayor of Chicago? Really? I mean, it's a challenge. And if you like challenges, it, it would be great to be the person that makes Chicago the place that we all think it can be. So that's kind of the reason that you'd want to do it, that right. you want to help. That you feel like you've got ideas that can actually help the public. But you like you have somebody who isn't good at the job. You have another person who's a total wolf in sheep's clothing and has just been a career loser. Someone who they've painted as a socialist. It's very interesting what's happening mm -hmm. over there. Then other candidates that might be good but are kind of uninspiring and it's going to be very interesting what ends up happening. But there's gonna I, be a runoff no matter what. Yeah, there's definitely going to be a runoff here. And we'll see. And I imagine that as it was in the last forum, uh the mayor, the way that the mayor has acted throughout this process with the Bears has has honestly been embarrassing. Like it truly has been embarrassing. Cause when she did put on her fan cloak. She thought that she was going to throw red meat out to people. Oh, they need to concentrate on winning and beating the Packers and being relevant in October. If you can't see that this is far beyond that, number one, I don't trust your fandom. And number two, I don't trust you being mayor of Chicago. Like that's like, how, how, could, how was that your plan? How, how was that your, I'll show them. You know, while what the bears be are like, 
What are you doing? You know what I would love to hear? You know what would really inspire me if you have a vision for the city? D- the stuff that Lee Bay talked to us about? What's next? Correct. The Bears are gone. Now what? You want to impress me? You want to vie for my vote? Tell me what you can do now. Tell me what you can do with that beautiful piece of property Tell that me, sits on our beautiful lakefront. The, the, how you can open doors for and, and how you can make that part of the lakefront accessible. There, there have been so many architectural minds and urban planning minds, whether it's Lee Bay or Blair Kamen or other people. If you want to, if you want to really impress me as a candidate and say, here's what's next for Chicago. Look, I, you know I love to walk around this city. I love it. It's I I love taking walks and there's so many great places to do it and I think Millennium Park is, is spectacular. Yep. And I know it was over budget and it took forever, but it's gorgeous and I love walking through there and, and even outside of tourist season. But in tourist season, when you see all sorts of families from all over the world speaking every little language that you can possibly hear and every accent that you can hear from around this country, and you're like, wow, people. People are people are coming here because it's cool and it's amazing. Do that. Find a way to get a train station there. At least, and I give them credit. You know what else was completely, absolutely, a hundred years behind the times instead of fifty years behind the times. The Shed Aquarium, the John G. Shed Aquarium. I grew up in that place, and that I mean, I loved it, loved it, loved it. That is more antiquated. The structure of the hallways and the way for if you go to Monterey or if you go to Atlanta, you go to so many different wonderful aquariums, the vision and what's happening with how this can all be presented and immersive and interactive and educational, they're going to put a half a billion dollars into redoing it. It's going to take maybe 10 years to relocate and redo the Shed Aquarium. But that they've got a vision, right? They laid it out. What's your vision What's for yours? the museum campus? Yeah, and and, and field why, museum needs work too. And why not look at it as well? You know what? This is great because we've had a bunch of concert series that we couldn't run over the weekend because obviously the Bears were going to play dates in September and October, and this gives us an opportunity to do that. This opens Chicago up to hosting college more college football games at Soldier Field with people like Northwestern or Notre Dame or whomever there, the possibilities are endless and being stuck on the idea of it's got to be the bears is ridiculous. When you know that they're not coming back, like I feel like the mayor tried to call the bears bluff and the, and the bears were holding a Royal flush the whole time. Like they weren't bluffing. They were like, Okay. What part of we're leaving don't you get? We're putting you all in. Sure you want to go all in? Yeah, we're going to go all in because you ain't got nothing. All right. Okay. Cool. What you got? We've got a pair of fours. (laughs) (laughs) And this is a great point made by some of the texters here. Some of what you're talking about, about expanding access to the city for everyone. Saying Chicago would be better if they were an actual socialist in charge. I... I, I we could have a very long conversation yep. about that very thing. I just know that that strategy um, being hit from both the left and the right. Brandon Johnson is being painted as a socialist, and there are a lot of people who are buying it 
and I think that a lot of his ideas are great. Yeah, I, heard, I don't know if he can win, but I heard Brandon Johnson speak at the uh, my block, my hood, my city, and he was a very, very impressive speaker. He seems like a like a decent guy. I, I can't say I know him well, but I, I like this point too from Stonecutter. Why would anyone want to be mayor of any city? All the job is is getting yelled at while trying to decide who gets what part of the pie between the residential real estate lobby and the commercial real estate I, lobby I, while throwing more and more money at the cops who still hate you. The residential lobby, by the way, is getting more and more interesting. I mean, not to completely shift our show to a political focus, um, but considering how housing is being bought up by corporations and if you were in a position to buy and that's something that you're thinking about doing, it might not be a bad time, even with interest rates being what they are, like to get your little piece of property before it's taken away and someone is renting it to you. To your point, um, I'm going to do the Shamrock Shuffle. Uh, I'm not going to run the shuffle again. I'm going to do the two-mile walk. Shout out to Kerry Pinkowski. He's like, you going to go do the shuffle? I'm like, no. The last time I did the shuffle, Dan... So I'm talking with Charles Tillman. We I had him on the show, and you know this was like right after he was retired. And he's like, "Man, you know, I I need need like something. I need something to do." I said, "Well, you know, the Shamrock Shuffle is coming up in a couple of weeks," and he's like, "Oh, that sounds great." He's like, "What's that?" I said, "Well, it's a five mile race around the city. It's really fun." He goes, "Great." So we're gonna go do that, right? And I was like, "Well, it's in two weeks, Charles, and I haven't trained." He's like, "I'll see you there." So that was the last time that I, <laughs> I ran the Shamrock Shuffle. But the, the day before the marathon, I think it's now called the Chicago 5K. They, Carrie and his crew put together the 5K, and it's, the route of it is really beautiful. And I ran it, and, you know, like that was really when I was into running. And I was like, I got to get a faster time and blah, 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 blah. So the route takes you from City Hall, and you end up, on Randolph, and you go underneath Randolph, and then you end up on the lakefront. Usually the people that are running in the Chicago 5K are people that have come along with folks from around the world who are running the marathon. And so we get to the lakefront, and everyone, like, stopped running. And I was like, what the hell is going? Because, you know, I'm like, I got to make sure I'm at 10-minute mile and all this stuff. It was people looking back at downtown and seeing our city and being like, Oh my God, this is beautiful. And taking pictures and taking pictures in front of things and the whole way. So instead of running the last, what mile and a half of it, I just walked and talked with people. Um, Cause they, you, they could see on your badge, like, like you're from USA or whatever. And to see the way that people look at our downtown and marvel at it, it's right there for you. That lakefront is right there to be used and built on if you want. So stop pining for the bears to come back because they ain't coming back. And start showing a vision for what this city, what you think you can do, why you deserve to be in charge. That's how you flip this. And I'm shocked that no one in the mayor's office has either had the balls or the creativity to say to the mayor, you lost. And none of those people care about the Bears. That's the other thing. That in, Instead of pandering to the people who are actually living in Arlington Heights, where the team is actually going to be, 
as was pointed out by Jason Leisure, people come from all over the world for, and they walk. They they walk from the Shedd Aquarium all the way down that harbor and all the way around past the Columbia Yacht Club and and in and around. It's because it's gorgeous when in front of Buckingham Fountain and people are out there on roller skates dancing around in in the summer. And I'm just telling you, it's it's not necessarily appealing to us, but. So this is there, there's world class stuff here. It's just about accessibility and and modernization and some of these creature comforts and making it easy for people to get to some of these places where the that kind of infrastructural investment is so much more important than a damn football team. Yes, it's just a football team. And let's say that the Bears get exactly what they want, and they're going to. And unfortunately, I do think the the residents of Cook County in the state of Illinois are probably going to have to pay for a portion of this, which is another discussion for another day. If we get to a place where the college football playoffs are here or the Final Four is here or Super Bowl is here, that's exactly where it's going to be. It's going to be here. All the stuff that went on in in, in uh, Glendale, the game was in Glendale. Everything else, people set up camp in Phoenix and Scottsdale, which I don't know if you know how far away those are. They're pretty bleeping far away from where the actual game was played. And that's what will happen here. Chicago will be the base where all of that stuff is from. Hotels will do well. Restaurants will do well. That's why, to me, fighting them is not the move. The, the move is figuring out how it can benefit It's an Chicago. opportunity. Yes. It may be the best thing that ever happened to you to not have to deal with that. And you still That's have, right. And, and you'll still have the cameras at Lou Malnati's getting their cutaway shots. You'll still have shots of the bean. They're not going to be showing the, the Renaissance Hotel at, at, at 53 and, and the Adams. Come on. You're gonna They're get, not going to show Schomburg. Right. You're gonna you're gonna get everything that you want. Sorry, it's, Sean Vegas. It's 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 all of that. But this is a this is an opportunity. Uh, but if, I, if you want to grab it, and and it would be awesome if any of the candidates for mayor would jump onto that part of it too, and just say hey, it's great for the Bears. Congratulations for the Bears. We still have this beautiful city to run. And here's the vision for how what we're going to do if there are no bears in it. This is what I promise to do as mayor. This is how we will use that area between McCormick Place and the museum campus. And we are, we are limited by landmark status and all this stuff. But that's because what we've built over there is beautiful. It's such a wasted opportunity, Dan. And it, it really makes me angry that the saber rattling that went on uh, with, with the mayor and the bears was just so unnecessary. Like it didn't have to be that way. And you could be forming, especially now, a partnership with a pretty powerful partner in Kevin Warren. And yet you still come up with these cockamamie ideas and, and you're throwing out like, well, here's how we're going to redo. No, no, you're not going to, you're not going to spend two and a half billion dollars of city money to redo Soldier Field when the city still owes a ton of money from what you did 20 years ago. So just stop it. Like, it's it's so beneath the office 
And it's it, it really does make you wonder what politicians in this city and state think about you and your intelligence. Like it's 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 very disappointing um to say the least. Do we have time for the other thing or we got a break? Well, let's take a break. All right. We'll save it for tomorrow. And we'll talk about that. And Trey Mancini? And, well, and the Trey Mancini, the Trey Mancini stuff is in it's always in the rundown. We just, we just didn't have time to get to it today. Dan, they did find that Dunkin' Donuts commercial I was talking about. Okay. We'll share that with you next here on The Score. Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Dan, do you remember when Al Pacino did a Dunkin' Donuts commercial? No. Well, he he did a, a Super Bowl Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Wow! Pacino! It's not Al anymore. It's Dunk. Dunkachino? Don't mind if I do. What's my name? Dunkachino. It's a whole new game. Dunkachino. You want creamy goodness? I'm your friend. Say hello to my chocolate blend. Attica, ooh, lucky light. This whole trial is out of sight. They pull me back in with hazelnut too. Caramel swirl. I know it was you. Everyone wants my Dunkachino. Can't get enough of my Dunkachino. Kids from 7 to 17 lining up for my Dunkachino. What's my name? Dunkachino. Dunkachino. And then there's the part at the end where he's sitting in the screening room with Adam Sandler and he says to Adam Sandler, burn it. <laughs> I saw some of the outtakes from the Ben Affleck ad and with J-Lo which for some reason you don't want J-Lo which, in the ad it would have been so perfect without her but it's J-Lo I so. know but it's like okay you're beautiful and fabulous now go away because it was just it, it was it was perfect he had him doing the accent and the outtakes were really funny it looked like he was enjoying himself and it all looked kind of real verite style and they just it just didn't need her in it to be effective I'm like oh okay but then she's got to be here with her you know spray painted face yeah and she's got to be here because he's supposed to be at home and he's I, not i know but and that's part of the bit too what what movie was that that you were what the adam sandler thing no, Adam Sandler's in the at the end of the Dunkachino commercial. Okay, but I thought with him Dunk- being he, this was the vision that he had for Al Pacino, and then Al Pacino says to him at the. But what was that? How where did that air originally? Like during the Super Bowl, the Dunkachino thing did. Yeah, I didn't see it. It's like a minute long commercial. Oh, I didn't see it. And and Sandler apparently was the the he had the concept for it. Okay. And after seeing it, Pacino was like, "Burn I, it." All right. I thought it was like from an old movie or something. No. Okay. But he was using all of his lines. Yeah, that I understood. In to there, say hello to my little friend, and I knew it was you. And <laughs> yeah, it's Dunkachino. Out of order. So bad. Well, that's like in in Tropic Thunder, Alpo Chino, right? Correct. Also, other stuff in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I love that. I'm a guy playing a guy. Dude, play, no, guy. I'm not a dude who's playing a dude who's playing a dude. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Completely scrubbed from the resume. <laughs> Just like we know, but probably shouldn't. But we've allowed it because it was so good. Just and like, and just, you're making fun of the idea of, of it, it. and right. you're undermining it by yes. doing it. It's like trading places. Like, 
it's so funny that we're going to allow Dan Aykroyd to get away with playing a big portion of the movie in blackface. And and like Billy Crystal doing his Sammy Davis, Sammy Jr. Davis Jr. impersonation. That's kind of grandfathered in uh-huh. uh, because we know it's probably okay, right? Yeah. And because Sammy Davis Jr. is Jewish and that's the bit that you're doing, and right? Yeah, kind <laughs> of. Gives me such nachos. I got to tell you, man. It's kind of. <laughs> Right, kinda. Eh. Parkinson and Spiegel are here. We'll talk to them next on the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.